0: Have I ever told you how glad I am that I never had to deal with online
1: dating? Right? It's not even worth it. Terrifying. Yeah, very much so. And why is it that nobody ever cries over spilled beer? Because Beer
0: is better than milk?
1: Right. The answer is pretty
0: obvious. (laughs) Well, and finally, a bona fide river monster washes up on some Florida shores. Oh,
1: all that more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. So weird. Oh, so weird. And we have a few of those, right? Uh, Kirsten?
0: It, as a matter of fact, we oh, do. Good. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Our stories this week
1: ripped from the headlines.
0: Correctamundo. Our first one comes from clickorlando.com. All right. Volusia County deputies are on the hunt for a man named Joseph L. Davis, but you might know him better as Marcus Brown or Joe Brown because Mm -hmm. those are the two names that he gave to his two girlfriends that he met on OKCupid, Davis's first girlfriend in Orange City, Florida, did a little Facebook fact checking on her man mm. and realized that he also had a fiance in Orlando. Uh oh. And that fiance was showing off a very familiar looking engagement ring. It was hers from a previous marriage. Oh boy. Sure enough, when she went back and checked her jewelry box, the wedding ring was gone along with other valuables totaling more than $6,000. Wow. So it turns out the Orlando fiance. Had also been duped. Ooh. Davis had swiped jewelry and a laptop from her and then ghosted her. Oh boy. Investigators, of course, figured out his true identity, and Joseph L. Davis is now wanted on a felony grand theft charge, as well as some out of state warrants in Oregon, as well. Wow. By the way, if you think you might know him, he does have a tattoo on his left arm that says, Only God can judge me. You can call the Volusia County Sheriff if you have any information. Oh
1: boy! Well, this guy is obviously robbing Peter to pay to marry Paul. <laughs> I almost <laughs> what well, I really. He's thought a, it was. He's a real winner, right? And then skipping out on that as well. Yeah, super stand-up guy.
0: So uh, you know, I I think it's amazing. You know the the scam that he was able to pull off. First of all, just by having two girlfriends and keeping right. them a secret from one another. Yeah then actually stealing the wedding ring and giving it to the other girlfriend yeah but it gets worse so he took the orlando sweetie i guess fiance mm-hmm. to his orange city girlfriend's house when she wasn't home said that he was buying that house oh and that she needed to pack her stuff which he then stole
1: unreal unreal well i guess we could have seen this coming the old diamond commercials that we heard a long time ago oh, that help you figure yeah. out how to spend, you know, two, two, months, two salary. months salary, right? More like two months burglary. I mean, this guy, <laughs> this guy's uh, a
0: piece of work. He really is, and and I love the Facebook sleuthing. I love the sure. online detective work that hey. revealed this whole thing. Got to do it. That's right. I always thought that I'd make a pretty good P.I.
1: Oh, I think so.
0: I mean, first of all, I watch a lot of procedural TV shows. You
1: look nothing like Magnum, but that's okay. Very true. Nothing
0: like Magnum. My mustache is much blonder than his.
1: But you're a big Detroit Tigers fan.
0: (laughs) I do occasionally wear a Tigers ball cap. Yep. No Hawaiian shirts, though. No. But no, I watch a lot of procedural TV shows. So, you know, clearly that makes me an expert Right. right there. Yep. I am very good at online stalking.
1: Former journalist, so you know how Absolutely. To, how I to know like... the
0: ins and outs of the system. That's I right. know how it all works. Plus in Florida, honestly, it's pretty easy to be an online stalker because sure. Florida's public records laws are are, as we as we say in the biz, some of the most open public records laws in the country. Indeed. Which basically means you can find out anything about anybody if you know where to
1: look. That's right. Absolutely. And I was gonna say the other thing that I really like about this story, or don't like, whichever Mm. you want to see it, is that it gives two fake names at one point, but they both have the same last name.
0: Well, I think it helps keep your story straight, right?
1: Yes, but it's like to me, it's kind of lazy stuff. Sort of like you know, locking the driver's side door, you know, to keep out all the lazy criminals. (laughs) You know, leaving all the rest (laughs) of it all over. It's like, ah, I'm not gonna climb over the. the Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm gonna lock a door. Yeah. But you, you've got to keep your story straight, you know. I I've, guess. Yeah. I've always wondered on like these, you know, spy shows. Again, because I'm an expert on everything mm-hmm. because I watch TV shows about right. it. Right? right. I've always wondered how the spies keep all of their identities straight. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's it. You just stick to the same last name. That way, if somebody goes, uh, Mr. Brown. Yeah. He knows when to turn around. Right. right.
1: It could be Orlando. It could be Enrique. It could be Marcus or Joe. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. And one of his fake identities
0: even had the his same first name, mm. just a different last name. So right, he's really right, right. you know, uh, who knows? Who knows how the mind works, yeah. right?
1: Well, I got caught, so he can't be that, you know. Can't be a criminal mastermind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, online dating. Let's talk about this for a sure. minute. Sure. First of all, I love you very much. But I am Thank you. just as thankful that I met you when I did. Right. Because I've never had to deal with online dating.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I would fare in the online dating world at all. Do you
0: remember when online dating like first came out and it was like, oh my God, what a loser. They met their partner. They had to meet somebody online. Yeah,
1: it definitely had a stigma to it. And I always felt bad about being like, you know, that, you know, yeah, judgy about it, but but it really felt like it just wasn't the right way to do it. But right, you know, it was like
0: I threw in the towel on actually, you know, meeting a human being on my own right. and just decided. And and now we know a lot of couples who met online. Yeah, well, and and some you know, of whom have been married for like over a decade.
1: Yeah, and I guess you know when you think you think about it. With so many things with social media or whatever, the algorithms can really f- fine-tune and hone in on the people that are perfect for you or the ads that are perfect for you and target you perfectly. Oh, yeah. So, So plenty- got, There's uh, something to it. Yeah.
0: So this one was OkCupid. Yeah. And I'm not a connoisseur of online dating sites, but- Sure. We know enough people who are on these sites, and based on some of the folks that we've heard talk about these sites, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure OkCupid is a free site. Yeah,
1: probably. Probably. I would say so. Yeah, right?
0: I feel Uh like it's a free site. And I feel like with the free websites, just like anything else, you're going to get what you paid for.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like throwing spaghetti against the the wall and seeing if it sticks. Is
0: OkCupid like the wish.com of of dating sites? Like you're going to get a date, but it might fall apart in the first five (laughs) minutes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not something I'd hang my hat on.
0: Yeah, not that I know anything about this. I'm like in the right. in the silver singles we age group. We sound like group, we're speaking Greek right now. The rtime.com right. age group. Not right. Um do you remember the first commercial you ever saw for farmersonly.com?
1: Yeah, it was weird <laughs> to say the least. It just it was it had like a nice little jingle, which I always think is a good thing, and then uh yeah, i thought it was like, a fake commercial yeah. like
0: i thought it was a commercial parody like on snl and it i was to- like why it really, is there it really a parody did feel like commercial that. on at it felt four like fifteen 15 in the Completely afternoon right but you come from farm country sure right. is farmersonly.com like is that
1: i don't know anybody that's on it but that you know of that i know of but i mean it's tackling a niche audience which you know it's probably a good thing
0: Well I mean like the farmer's daughter is mm-hmm. you know that's a that's a trope that we're all familiar sure. with is are there ladies out there on the hunt for the farmer's son like Maybe. is that a thing
1: I'm sure there's one or two I wouldn't know but uh it's got to be some sort of appeal to it
0: It's it's a type Yeah
1: yeah uh, corn fed mule, you know, <laughs> hardworking, blue collar all the way. Uh, yep. So there's
0: probably like ladies in, you know, New York city or Detroit or something who have like farmer fetishes it's, that are,
1: it's got, it, it's possible
0: trolling farmers hard to
1: say, but you know, there's gotta, there's a little something out there for everybody.
0: I suppose so. It's yeah. kind of sweet really. It if is. you think about it. Yeah. All right, well, our next story comes to us from news4jacks.com. And you know Florida can't do anything normal, no, right? No, And that extends to even tractor-trailer accidents on the interstate. Right. On a foggy morning last week on I-95, a disabled garbage truck caused a wreck when a tractor-trailer didn't see it stopped in the roadway. Oh, boy. The semi-driver thought he spotted the garbage truck in time and swerved, Ooh. but ended up nicking the truck and the trailer's contents, which were... Thousands of cans and bottles of beer dumped onto the interstate blocking two lanes of the roadway. Wow. By the way, it took four hours to clean up the hoppy mess.
1: Well, you know... It's never the good stuff though that ever gets dumped into Ugh. the roadway. It's always the cheapest cheapest beer that you can f- think of, right? Right?
0: When I first heard the story I was like, "Oh, road trip." I mean, yeah. we haven't left the house in I don't know, it feels like a couple of decades. Right. Um and I was like, "Ooh, well, we could just head over to I-95
1: and see if there's any beer left."
0: See, sw- swoop up, swipe up, swoop up a little yeah. a little beer and and then I saw um, Michelob Ultra, and Natty Light.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking like some local frat guys were, you know, later seen slurping up all that cheap beer because I don't know who else would be going for it. It is
0: just so sad. Florida yeah. has amazing craft breweries. It really does. We've got Funky Buddha, yep. Cigar City, yep. Mia, Due South, Swamphead. Why doesn't the funky Buddha truck overturn? And why doesn't it happen in front of my house? Right,
1: and we know that the margins for these local craft breweries are, you know, a bit tighter. So we we don't They're want narrow. them. We don't want them losing. Oh, I don't
0: wish them ill will. But
1: I mean, if it's gonna happen, I'd rather it be some craft beer that we could enjoy.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Did yeah. I ever? I know I've told you about this. Um, when I was working in TV, I was on my way to go shoot a story. Mm-hmm. And there was a tractor-trailer accident at a very busy intersection in Fort Myers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it had dumped its content all over the intersection, blocking traffic all in all over. four directions. Wow. Um, It was an orange truck. Yep. You know, we have a lot of citrus vehicles. Tons of them. Driving around in our region. Yep. And the orange truck had overturned. Oh, boy. In the middle of the intersection, oranges Everywhere, just rolling around, bouncing about. I would loved that. It was amazing. Yeah. It really was. Like, I pulled over to shoot video of it. Because can you think of anything more Florida? No. First of all. I no. mean, unless
1: it was like... Unless the alligator truck fell over. <laughs> the only thing I could think of.
0: <laughs> that, that would be terrifying, and I would not have gotten out of the car. No. But yeah, I got out of the car. I shot some video of it. It yeah. was the best smelling car accident I have ever been near. I you know, I, I don't want the know what the normal smell of a car accident is. I'm yeah. I'm guessing, you know, gasoline and, and soiled underwear. Oh
1: possibly, yeah. Oranges. But oranges make it all better.
0: So um this was not the only messy big rig accident in the Sunshine State oh. last week. Uh, And speaking of soiled underwear, uh, (laughs) according to Local 10, a pickup truck in Hollywood, Florida, lost control in front of a big rig filled with human waste. The fertilizer truck had to slam on its brakes and spilled feces all over his truck, the pickup truck, and pretty much that whole part of the neighborhood. Oh,
1: my goodness. The
0: pickup truck driver fled the scene on foot. Fortunately, nobody was hurt in either this incident or the beer spill.
1: Well, all I can think of when I hear this is that isn't this like something that came straight out of Back to the Future? Absolutely. Except with manure. But Biff, did, he's got manure all over him. Or
0: Buford Biff. Tanner in uh, oh, part three. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, all the Tanners. It always is attacking the Tanners. Yeah. No, yeah. it's I, I. I think it's just you know I. I just feel like I've heard it before, but this sounds so much worse. And it's a good thing that the pickup driver fled on foot because nobody wants to be present during this kind of shit show.
0: Oh, hey. I, I believe the pickup truck driver was uh Marty McFly and he mm. ran away carrying a polaroid of uh, his own picture. His picture. And waited to see it fade back in.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Our third story comes to us from NBC-2.com. Oh,
1: right here in our neighborhood.
0: That's right. This one is right in our neck of the woods. And when I say that, I mean just a couple of miles from our house.
1: That's crazy. Uh,
0: Last weekend, a woman was taking a stroll through J.C. Park in Cape Coral, which is a waterfront park right on the Caloosahatchee River, when she saw something alarming. I mean, a dead fish is one thing, but an enormous dead fish that she said was bigger than her seven-year-old child.
1: Wow!
0: She snapped a photo of it and posted it online. Folks identified it as an arapaima. Wow. Now, if you've ever watched the show River Monsters, on the Discovery Channel, you might be familiar with the arapaima. It's the largest freshwater fish in the world. It is a gigantic fish native to the Amazon and can grow up to 10 feet long and weigh as much as 400 pounds. Yikes. And while U.S. Fish and Wildlife says there aren't any populations of arapaima in our country, the Everglades very closely matches its native habitat in the Amazon. So if there are any here... They're probably thriving.
1: Yikes. That's what I'm afraid of. And if these things can really reach 10 feet and 400 Mm. pounds, no thank you. I'm done. I'm not getting (laughs) in the water anymore until I know that they're not around.
0: Yeah, there are anecdotal reports of them up to 15 feet long. But the Even longest worse. measured one has been ten feet long. Oh. So you know everybody always exaggerates the size of their arapaima, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, these are scary fish. I mean, okay i I get it. It's a fish, mm-hmm. right? It is scary. Yeah. They they are first of all oxygen breathing fish. What? They don't use their gills. They, because they live in the Amazon and it can be very swampy and the water can be there very thick and can dehydrate. And they get so big. They breathe water or breathe air from the surface and then bring it down.
1: Wow. So
0: they're not gill fish, they're oxygen breathing fish. They have ginormous mouths, they'll eat anything. Um, You know, they eat fruit and seeds and insects and other fish, obviously. Um, They also have been known to eat small land mammals.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: I'm glad that I'm a large land (laughs) land mammal because that might be the only thing that's saving me right now. No, it's bad enough that we get brackish water releases here. Uh, Yeah, yuck. But now we get to worry about river monsters as well. I'm not sure that I'm going to be persuaded to be going kayaking anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, these things are bigger than your kayak. Yeah, they'll right? probably
1: just attack that.
0: And so the Caloosahatchee River, for those of you who aren't, like, intimately familiar with the geography of the state of Florida. Right. Um, Lake Okeechobee, basically the Caloosahatchee runs about 100 miles or so. I'm ballparking here. Yeah. From Lake Okeechobee out to the Gulf of Mexico. So it goes through a lot of smaller, kind of farming type communities. Right. Then it hits Fort Myers, Cape Coral, and beyond to the Gulf. Right. So this thing could have come from anywhere wow it could have been in lake okeechobee yeah it could have been you know somebody somebody had i don't know who has a five foot long species right i don't know who has a five foot long fish in a tank in their house but you know Mm. somebody could have dumped their
1: who has tigers in their house that's true like it's just hyenas or people are not anything and then get sick of it, and then just release it into the wild.
0: You've got a point there. So this thing Uh, could have come from anywhere. It could have come from somebody in Cape Coral, or it could have come from 100 miles away where there's some scary breeding colony of these things that we just don't know about yet.
1: Maybe Wonder Woman brought it here when she came from the Amazon.
0: Oh, blame Wonder Woman.
1: i got to blame somebody. It certainly isn't my fault that they're here.
0: You know whose fault I think it is? Who? Whole Foods. Oh. Because they sell arapaima.
1: At the Ooh. store,
0: as an alternative to sea bass, there's probably right. some sort of weird underground breeding operation somewhere in the probably. Everglades, right? They get
1: so much bigger than sea bass. Why wouldn't they? I love a good scandal. Ooh,
0: yeah, you do. <laughs> By the way, who wins in the fight between a Burmese python and an Arapaima? Huh.
1: Well, I would probably go with the python just because it's it has the the ability to go on land and in the water oh okay i mean i'm just thinking like it's got it's you know it's got the upper hand if it can drag it onto the land
0: neither one has hands that's true (laughs) it's got the upper
1: rattle no it's not a rattlesnake it's got the upper tongue I yeah, I don't, I don't
0: I don't know either. Yeah. I, I do not want to be around that fight. No,
1: I want nothing to do with either one of those. Yeah. So I'm good.
0: Yeah. I know you don't like snakes. I don't like
1: snakes. I certainly don't like river monsters either. Oh right. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, river monsters out there.
0: So our last story comes to us from Guitar World magazine. Ah. A little out of our usual uh uh coterie of of publications. Hey, we're
1: everywhere. That's right. We're checking stuff, stuff out everywhere.
0: A YouTuber who goes by the name Prince Midnight Ooh. is a big fan of heavy metal. Yeah. A love, he says, that he learned from his uncle, Philippe, in Greece. Oh, The uncle had passed away many, many years ago and donated his skeleton to the local college after his death, but once the school didn't need it anymore, Prince Midnight decided to pay tribute to his uncle by turning the spine and rib cage. Into an electric guitar. What? He calls it the Philippe Skellicaster and says Uncle Philippe can now shred for all eternity. (laughs) Prince Midnight, of course, made worldwide headlines with this story and some crazy photos, and that even included a feature in the Huffington Post. So you're probably asking, what's the Florida connection here, right? Right.
1: That's exactly what I'm asking.
0: Well, several news outlets, including the Tampa Bay Times, have outed Prince Midnight as a Tampa area prankster named Odilon Ozar.
1: Odilon
0: who holds uh, a few bizarre Guinness records, actually. The world's tallest hat and the world's longest acrylic nails. Wow. He's also known for pranking the TBT into publishing a photo of an alleged two-headed alligator, which, much like the Skellicaster, was a fake.
1: All right. Well, I know that this kid was just paying tribute. He's and, no kid. And he's obviously not a kid. But couldn't he have just named the guitar after his uncle? Like, or just painted his likeness on it. I mean, I, or maybe turned the bones into a guitar. I don't know. Why does he have to do that? Why does he have to turn the bones into the guitar? Even as a prank, it's just weird. It is
0: very weird. Yeah. Um, uh, According to the uh, tale that he spun yeah. in, in his story, um, yeah, his, Odilon. his uncle Philippe, Was Greek Orthodox, and that doesn't allow burial of bones. So we had to find something to do with the bones, and you know, rather than I don't know, maybe take them to a crematorium. Yeah. Uh, he decided to turn them into a guitar. I don't know what he did with the rest of the skeleton. So oh, maybe boy. maybe he's using the femur as drumsticks. Maybe. I I don't really know what else is going those on. Those would
1: be some pretty big drumsticks well, going with you the know. femurs. Yeah. But but maybe maybe there's another way that he could have used these bones. Like he could have turned them instead of a guitar, turn them into a xylophone. Oh, you know interesting. those old cartoons where you always see like the yeah, bones the being played? right? Yeah, the Flintstones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And each bone produces its own tone, probably. Or maybe a piano. They turn those bones into ebony and ivory. Just
0: much more practical. Much more practical. Yeah. Um, not as creepy. Or maybe equally as creepy. It
1: could be as creepy, but it doesn't seem like it would uh, conjure up the same kind of creepiness. like uh, honestly, Just visually.
0: I don't know how this story got picked up. In so many places. Yeah. Because if you look at the picture, Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy's wearing a terrible wig. Yeah. So he can look like a, and I'm using air quotes here, metalhead. Yeah. You know, just this ridiculous wig. It reminded me of, oh God, do you remember probably six or seven years ago, we saw a Guns N' Roses tribute band play at our uh, local little community fair, Coconut Fest. Right. And they were all wearing wigs.
1: Yeah. They didn't
0: even, like, commit to it. Like, if you're going to be in a Guns N' Roses tribute band, right. grow your damn hair longer. Well, or- maybe
1: some of them are accountants, and they don't want to, you know... Get
0: some extensions. Yeah. Do something. Don't just wear a yeah. damn wig.
1: Commit to the magic. You know, a magician's... They they look that way out there in the real world. Commit to the magic of it.
0: Do you remember the other crazy thing about that band?
1: What uh, maybe.
0: So we live in Cape Coral. Oh right. Yes. I
1: do remember
0: now. <laughs> and occasionally, you know, we have seen bands who forget where they are. Yes. Or they just generalize. We they're love you, these, Florida. Right. They're on Thank these you, worldwide Florida. tours. So right. they, they're
1: they're flying from one state to another. All the time, it's very easy to get mixed up where you are.
0: So, um, the faux Axel Rose, yes. the Haxel Rose, yes. perhaps, um, kept yelling, "We love you, Cape Corral."
1: Yes, and we loved that.
0: He must have done it fifteen times. Yeah,
1: Cape Corral. I don't know. There wasn't an extra R in the in Corral. Apparently, according it was to him. like the
0: shootout at the OK Corral. <laughs> only, uh, it was the yeah. bad tribute band at the Cape Corral yeah. instead. So he
1: was close. He just mispronounced it.
0: So terrible wig. That's yeah. that's what got me on this weird right. little tangent. Terrible
1: wig. Can't read. So yeah.
0: Odilon here yeah. Odilon. wearing the terrible wig.
1: Back to Odilon.
0: Back to Odilon wearing the terrible wig yeah. uh, tricking publications all over the country into running this ridiculous story about turning his uncle's skeleton. Odilon
1: got us again.
0: It, you're really and and i don't know where he got the skeleton from yeah like it party city i don't know yeah it?
1: it's not like you can just go up to go to any store and just pick one up pick
0: up a real skeleton
1: yeah. uh, the only places i know you can get them are like in like maybe science halls or
0: something i bet you could get one on wish.com
1: oh you probably can't <laughs> get anything there yeah but it's probably not going to be a very
0: good skeleton that's very true. Very <laughs> You're true. You're going to get
1: what you pay for.
0: So what did you learn this week, Corey? I
1: learned that stealing your fiancé's jewelry is pretty bad, but a freak can always make it worse.
0: Oh, so true. I learned that for whatever reason, nobody ever spills the good beer.
1: Never any good beer And that's spilled. a damn shame. It's really, really is. I also learned that in the land of Florida freaks, We welcome a freaky fish into the family now. Mm, Mm. Lucky us. Yeah, not looking forward to that. And I
0: learned that you can't believe everything you read, even in Florida. Sometimes headlines turn out to be fake news.
1: So false.
0: So those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's
1: right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And And while you're there, remember to follow us, like us, and share us at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, feel free to share it with us.
0: And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Do it. Until next week, I'm Kirsten O'Donnell.
1: And I'm Corey O'Donnell. We'll meet again. Remember to let your freak flag fly.